I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the top 10 of anything podcast. Let's start the countdown. 10. The number one single in whatever country is the most coveted prize of any band or artist. Okay, these days you may need to get downloads instead of sales to top the charts, but in the 90s it was all about the ka of the record store till. We're about to go down memory lane, both sides of the Atlantic. Here's our very own Neil with 10 90s number one facts. Thank you very much, Pav. So here we go. You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette features two of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Flea on the bass and Dave Navarro on guitar. Oasis hit Wonderwall was originally called Wishing Stone. Massive, Massive Attack song Teardrop nearly featured Madonna on vocals. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Chris Cornell's voice broke microphones when he was recording Soundgarden's Super Unknown album. November Rain by Guns N' Roses is the longest song that has reached the top 10 in the Billboard Hot 100, coming in at 8 minutes and 57 seconds. And Weezer released Buddy Holly on the day that would have been the legendary singer-songwriter's 58th birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. And Baby One More Time was not originally written for Britney Spears. It was originally intended to be the Backstreet Boys, but they rejected it. Amazing. Perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles only became a hit in the USA in 1993 after it was used in the movie Benny and June. It was originally released in 1988. (laughs) Elton John's reworking of Candle in the Wind in 1997 was the biggest selling single of the 90s. Mr. Bombastic. And the biggest selling artist of the 90s worldwide was Mariah Carey. Thank you very much, Neil. A pleasure. 
Wonderful facts there. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here for a little bit of a different kind of episode this week. Uh, first of all, before we do anything else, let's introduce our wonderful guest. We've had her before. She's back once again by popular demand. Ladies and gentlemen, Robbie! Yay! I'm so excited to be back. Uh, we're we're so glad that you are back. And uh, like I say, this is a little bit different. We're doing number yep. ones of the 90s. So instead of going down our 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, <clears throat> we've all picked our favorite number one from each year of the decade. So mm-hmm. 90, 91, 92, all the way up to 1999. Guys, how easy did you find this? Uh, I'll tell you what I thought a little bit later, but Robin hello first of all it's lovely to have you back thank you for having me i'm excited to be back i am going to catch a lot of flack though um based off of the facebook posts uh (laughs) my list don't really match up and i did go over my list with my husband and he's like don't please don't pick that and i was like (laughs) but that's what i love so it's definitely going to be interesting um i do have one from the top billboard hits and then i've also got the billboard mainstream rock so it's going to be a little bit of both um, it'll be interesting to see if you guys even have this on your top 10. So yeah. I, some of the songs that you played in your intros in your, in between your top 10 facts, those songs, I know those songs and not one of those songs is on my list. Well, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, that's Neil, I've, I was looking through, obviously the li- I've got the lists up of all the number ones of the nineties and I have to say it UK wise was the nineties, the worst decade for music is i think it was definitely the worst decade for number ones for sure it's because some of them were a real challenge it was like picking the bad out of the out of a bad bunch it was yeah. it was quite bad but i no i think there was some great music in the 90s it just never became chart music you know we've talked about your nirvana's your red hot chili peppers people like that that all released these seminal albums you know in the 90s so there was great music there Mm. It just wasn't becoming chart worthy. So now I don't know whether the, in the US this was the, the the case, Robin, but definitely in the UK, the nineties was the birth of Pop Idol, X Factor. So they started creeping gotcha. in a lot of from the the end of the nineties. It was more of the more boy bands, mm. obviously things like the Spice Girls and stuff like that, more oh, manufactured yeah. pop, but also right. a lot a lot of um, novelty number ones. In the nineties, gotcha. you know, so know. it was. It's kind of like that in the U.S., but um, it was kind of like when the eighties, like I don't know what you stop R and B kind of things, like you know, um, oh, what's the Kiss by a Rose guy? What is his Seal? Name? Seal. Yeah. So like Seal and like um, All for One, Boys to Men. Those were kind of creeping in along with some of the rap, with some of the pop, with some of the grunge. So it was a really interesting decade of music. And you'll see from my list, like it goes from my, I don't know if we're going 90 to 99, but it starts off like this and it ends like this. And you're like, but I will agree with um, Pop. Some of it, like for 98 or 99, I was like, I don't Yeah. For the number ones, I guess, just like Neil said, I have to pick from the the best one of the bad because I'm yeah. like, I don't like any of these and I don't want to say I like this, but that's what I had to do. So I'm very interested and I'm very excited. Yeah. <clears throat> I've also noticed as well, the, the end of the 90s is when the number one became didn't become that relevant. It was, started to, it was starting to dip, whereas now nobody seems to really care what becomes number one anymore. Well, in this right. country, for <clears throat> sure. Right. 
and I think that's where it started to happen at the end of the 90s, looking back on it, because the choice we had, it was just some of them were like, really? That was number one? Yeah, yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking just in 1990 at some of the ones that are British number uh, ones, and you think, mm. wow, it was a different time. Anyway, Robin, if you want to kick us off with your favourite number one from 1990, please. And if I can, I'll play a little bit of it underneath while you explain. Okay. Um, I have to go old school, new kids on the block, step by step. That is my number one a million times over. Um, they were actually my first concert as well uh before you know like my rock concert but that was my first one so step by step it was um it spent three weeks at number one and it oh. the first day it maybe debuted at um number one was june 30th so awesome robin which one which member of new kids on the block was your favorite donnie hello like <laughs> for my eighth birthday party i had a new kids on the block birthday party my mom it was before rice paper for cakes so she had to put she made a copy of Donnie's face and put it on the cake. I mean, whew, oh, that's my fantastic. guy. So no, you're glad that they got, no, got back together now, Yeah, I was going to say, they're still going, aren't they? No, no, don't they... think I didn't see them. Oh. Don't think... <laughs> my husband wanted to take us on our anniversary, and I was like, you don't want... Trust me, I'm... I love that you thought of that for us for our anniversary, but you and the girls and the screaming... No, so I did opt out. But I did just see them about seven years ago, so... Now, are they still called New Kids on the Block? Are they like new yep. men on the block? No, new kids on the block. They're so. still new kids, and is it still yeah. all the same? Same, all the guys? same guys. Yeah. yeah, which is awesome. And it's it's been interesting nowadays because you can see them on social media and you can see what they're doing. And they they still have new kids on the block cruises. Like they sell out like crazy. The blockheads that you call them. Um, all right. Not that I know wasn't a blockhead when I was younger. But <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, that's my number one. <laughs> so is it? Um, Donnie that's in it is he the guy that's in Blue Bloods yes yeah that's and he's well, married to Jenny McCarthy now oh is he is he really and he was in Saw 2 that's where I remember seeing him and the right. Sixth Sense yeah. wasn't he yeah, yeah. That, at the beginning. yeah. that he was because he was like the really um he, he lost loads of weight or he had he mm. like yeah 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 that's right yeah okay. and Wahlburgers as well and then he did oh yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah and it is delicious I will is say is it as nice as they say yes they do sell it in the markets too, but that's not like going yeah. to the place. So because they've opened the first one in London now. Oh, yeah, I would suggest bigger. going. It's it's good. I don't know how I don't. I've heard that meats taste different in different countries, so I cannot vouch for over there. But over here, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ding that, Robin. I'm sorry, I just did. You're good. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I should get a bell. I need to make a note. To <laughs> you get a need bell. to get a bell. Everyone need a needs bell. a bell. Everyone uh. needs a bell. Uh, go on then, Neil. Your number. Uh, sorry, your 1990 number one. So this would be Madonna Vogue, and the reason I chose this, I'm a secret Madonna fan. I still love her to pieces. Now I love her music. I love what she does. Um, so it had to be. I mean, this was a, a case where I did look at them all the number ones in that year and thought. I don't know which one to pick, but then I saw Madonna shine through mm. there and I thought, yeah. And it's a classic song, isn't it? It's a great song yeah. with a great video and it inspired a whole dance movement. I've been voguing since the 90s. Can you not just, uh, for, for our YouTube fans, can you not just do us a little bit of voguing while the song's on? Uh, can you remember your old you, routine? I, have, I haven't loosened up, Pab. <laughs> In honesty, I can't remember how it goes. Oh, I mean, we'd have hit... 
a million subscribers if was you'd have done that. No, I can't remember. I really can't remember how it goes. It's not it's the one what, that does that, is it? It's that kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, that's like, right, the box. Sort of Big like the box, box, little box. kind of thing, and you're sort of doing all that stuff. Yep. That was a horrible Madonna impression, by the way. <laughs> 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 there you there, are. Great song. One, yeah, one for everybody to oh. on on the YouTube video for that. Yeah, great song, great song. Um, I will say, I think I was in the same boat as you, Neil, when it came to the number one for 1990. I mean, you had things like Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini by yeah. Bomb Ballerina. I thought it was Timmy Mallet. Well, it was. <laughs> Is that what they called themselves? They, they called themselves Bomb Ballerina. Oh, I, didn't, I forgot yeah. that. Huh? Yeah. That was so in 90? That was 1990, yeah. That was um, on a commercial over here. Oh, was it? it was, I mean, it was, I a, it was a cover it was version, though, wasn't it? it was yeah, it was, a, it was an old 60s um, song originally. Um, and then, yeah, and then a, then a what was he? I mean, it, was, it was a breakfast show. He, he was a kid's TV. Kid's TV guy um, from, from Britain called Timmy Mallet. Uh, uh, and it had a massive hit with it. It was number one for three weeks. Number one for three weeks. Wow. I told you we have some dodgy tastes in the night. <laughs> and he used to whack kids around the head with a mallet. There you are. Yeah. Whack-a-day blur. That's what he used to say. It? <laughs> <laughs> it was whack-a-day blur. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. See, I bet you wish you just lived in, in Britain for things like that, uh, Robin. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Okay, so maybe my number not. one, my my favorite number one of nineteen ninety uh, is Maria McKee and Show Me Heaven. Oh, Days of Thunder, which was Days of Thunder, wasn't it? I was trying to remember, but she, the, she's got an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. But she also wrote, if I'm right, "You Little Thief" for Fergal Sharkey. She? Well, I, I think so. Which apparently is the answer to A Good Heart, which was the other song that Fergal Sharkey had written, mm. uh, had had a hit with. I might be completely wrong. This might be completely all made up in my mind, but I'm sure that it was like a... It was an answer to that song, if you like. Hmm. The person that wrote that one, she was going out with or married to or something, and it was like a okay. a twofer. But... There's a there's I will put it on the the video playlist for the Patreon supporters that she did a version of this on Top of the Pops, which is the, the, the British um, music, and she sang it live, and it's unbelievable. I mean, I think she's singing to a backing track, but fantastic voice. Mm. You know, I think she was just a one-hit wonder, I think, but um, well, not a great bad song to have for a one-hit, mm. was it? Yeah, and that was number one for. Four weeks. Wow. wow. Okay. Four weeks. Is only so how long was Madonna at number one for? Madonna was number one for four weeks. So in 1990, it was Sacrifice and Healing Hands. Elton John's first number one was a number one for five weeks. Right. So there you go. Facts. It's going to be nothing but facts this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Just the facts, Mark. Just, Just the, facts. the facts. Right then, Robin, your favourite yep. number one of 1991, please. I'm looking at my list and I don't know which one to pick. So I'm going to go classic Michael Jackson, uh, black or white. Um, That was number one. It debuted number one, December 7th for seven weeks. Um, And I don't know. Did you guys have that song? I mean, oh yeah, it was number one here. Yeah. It was nearly my choice actually, Robin. It it was, it's a good song. Even now when I listen to it, it just makes me, Mm. 
and you know, I just, I see the video in my head and I just love the song, the meaning behind it. So that is my number one. Like, how do you not want to dance to that? How do you not just want to? It's, it's um, a who's who, the video and the song. I mean, wasn't it Slash that did the? Slash was yeah. on guitar. On yeah. guitar. Mm-hmm. And then the video, if I remember, it was Macaulay Culkin at the start. Yep. And, and what's his name? George Long Went from, from yeah. Cheers. Yeah, and then it was, it was a... Go on, Robin. No, no, it was just a good song, good video, and it just all around good. So Yeah. yeah. Directed was... by John Landis, I think, wasn't it? The... Yes, it was, yeah. Because it had the morphing, all the faces morphing at the end of it, didn't it? Yep. Singing yep. Black and white. Anyway, you had all the, um, the different... Uh, cultures involved in it too in the video yes. as well yeah, that's so right. that was really cool so i just that song really stuck to me back then and yeah yeah that's a good that. one that's a good mm. one um i was just trying to look i got to number one in america in britain i think didn't it well, i'm sure it did oh it did it. yeah it did yeah. yeah for two weeks in 1991 yeah. there you go <laughs> it's nice. a great tune it's a great it tune is. i think it was also i think it's the i can't remember what album it was from wasn't from that bad, was it? History, wasn't it? Was it history? It was history, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it was history. So was that the same one that had like "Heal the World" and all of all of those kind See, of? And I love that song too. Songs. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it always makes me wonder, especially any of these artists where they passed away sort of prematurely. Mm-hmm. You wonder what they'd be doing now, because I mean, what would he have been? I mean, he must have been getting on to well, sixty if he'd have been alive. He would have been. Was, he was the same age as Madonna, wouldn't he? So he'd be in his early sixties now. Really. Did, did you just hear on the other podcast that they were just playing those songs, those snippets of the Michael Jackson that was released after he had passed? Yes. That's what made me, when you were just talking about that, how old he'd be, that's where my head went. So Right. I yeah. think they did release an album after he had passed, though, because I remember there was a lot of controversy about it. But didn't he, he yeah. did something with an, uh, an artist that's still going now. Was it The Weeknd? No, not The Weeknd. Somebody like that, wasn't it? He did some music with before he died. But you asked what he'd be doing now if he was still alive. He'd probably still be playing the O2 pal. <laughs> he probably will. He's supposed to be there for like three years on the trot. Yeah, wouldn't he? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this is it, he said. This is it. Yeah. And yeah. He, was, he was kind of right. Uh, right then, Neil, your favourite number one from 1991 then? So like uh, like uh, Robin there, I would have said Michael Jackson, um, black and white. Uh, it was on my list. And then I suddenly noticed in the UK we had The Clash. Should I stay or should I go? Oh, and I thought, wow, there you go. Easy for me, being such yeah. a fan of The Clash. Um, and I was sort of thinking back, This when this was re-released, I, I'd already sort of known the song, but I didn't know all of their back catalogue. And this inspired me to go back and get the albums that I hadn't got of theirs or, you know, and, and delve in a bit deeper. So it was a good sort of kick out the butt to find out more about them. Now, wasn't song. this wasn't this a Levi five hundred one advert song? Yeah, oh, yeah. Was it this? No, it was that. Yeah, I was about to say, was it Juicy Fruit? But no, it was a five hundred one advert. Wasn't Juicy it? Fruit. Yeah, but that's free, isn't it? Um, oh right, yeah. They like used the to Wrigley's. use the yeah Wrigley's the gum Juicy. advert. Yeah, yeah. Was. yeah, 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 yeah. And then and I thought, no, it was the five hundred one. But I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. Whether it was it wasn't the Nick Cayman one, was it? Was Nick Cayman the one that did the laundrette? Yeah. No, that was um, heard it through the grapevine, wouldn't it? That's right. That's right. Yeah. You've always got to get the clash in there. That's the thing, oh, haven't yeah. you? You've always got to keep trying. They were not on mine, so I couldn't get them in there. No, no. that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, that was number one for two weeks. 
Two weeks, yeah. Great song. Two weeks. Yeah, great song. Um, Okay, now I was... Actually, this year wasn't a bad year for number ones, to be perfectly honest for me. So I had a little bit more to choose from. Um, But in the end, um, this was the time... I probably have to explain. Have you ever heard of Vic Reeves, uh, Robin? No, he's a British comedian. Um, I know. That was... was, uh, The 90s was his decade really they were huge in the 90s they were huge in the 90s so they had a uh a song that was a a cover version i can't remember who it was who did the original uh but it was a song called dizzy with the wonder stuff and i can remember it'd be hard to picture but i can remember going absolutely mental on the dance floor at this song Mm. i would go absolutely crazy and just just jumping around like an idiot um but this was number one for just two weeks but it's the Vic Reeves and the Wonder Stuff and Dizzy but I, I've got so many happy memories of this mm. song okay. is, but they were, just love that I, it's that that's the thing is sometimes there are songs I've said it before especially about ABBA songs they take you right mm. back to the year yep. but you can almost smell things and you you know mm. take you back to that particular that particular time and this I was when it. the night the only nightclub at the time in the town that we lived opened Oh, and I worked okay. at I worked at the nightclub, and this was a song I'd always ask for on a Saturday night, so I could like dance like an idiot on the you know around the bar and stuff while I was serving and working. I love it. But, uh, the nineties. <laughs> Didn't we sing this at one of 90s. our shows, pal? I'm sure we did. Did we sing this one? Well, we didn't. No, I, mean, I, I think yeah, I think I think we did. Again, didn't we? I just I think, did I think the chorus. Did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you were Bob Mortimer to my Vic Reeves. I was. Bless. Okay, that's 1991 done. Uh, so, Robin, over to you for your favourite number one of 92, please. Uh, I should, I'm going to go with my original. Um, that is going to be How Do You Talk to an Angel by The Heights. Have you guys heard of that? No. Oh. It was huge on um, 90210. So I believe the guy's name who sang it was Jamie Walters, I want to say. Um, and 90210 was really big at that point. And Jamie Waters in the Heights. I, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So um, go. I won't lie. I kind of had a crush on Jamie. So, you know, I listened to that song five billion times and it reached, there it is, uh, November 14th, it reached uh, number one and it was there for two weeks. I was having a quick listen and just yeah, I recognised yeah. it. I didn't yep. watch 9019. I can't even bloody say it. <laughs> 90210? You didn't watch 90210? No. Oh, not really. Man. I was too, too busy out pubbing and clubbing, probably. Oh, in the 90s. man. Yeah, that it was, was like... just that. It was full of really hot men, wasn't it? And you think, I just feel so inadequate watching. Well, that's true. Watching these like tanned and bronzed Adonises there with their, with their shirts off and stuff and you think it's just yeah oh, yeah sorry, sorry Robin <laughs> no and that, I like Jamie and I like Dylan Dylan McKay that was um, Luke Perry yeah oh yeah goodness me so that was my number one for 92 wow see the, 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 these these are the moments where you listen I've never heard this song before in my life right mm-hmm. If I listen to it, this could be, in the end, my favourite song I've ever heard because right. I've never heard it before. And you think of the it's, thousands of songs that are out there that you've never heard before. It's crazy. You, yeah, and and they may be 
out there might be that your favorite song of all time that you've never ever heard of in, in your life yeah mm. it's, it's, it's crazy because you think about all the countries all the little tiny cities and the villas and everything and it's just nuts to think that i mean these are top you know number ones but there's so many artists out there i mean it's insane and you're right like that could be your number one now and i'm like oh the the dizzy song might be number one <laughs> it might be my ringtone you never know you never know you never know as well and and i've, I've said this a million times that that i would love to know how many songs have actually ever been released i don't suppose there's ever wow. a, a way of being able to compute that wow. is there there can't be a especially now when people people can put things up on spotify and that anyone have a record label yeah wow okay i shall have a listen later on at what will be my brand new favorite song a little bit later on um just real quick google says if you um wanted to know that if you search the web the first thing that pops up on google regarding this question is 97 million songs 97 million songs yep and Spotify keeps the record of 82 million. Why? And up, uh, but according to Grace Note, there are more than 200, so- million, 200 million songs up until 2018. So that's even a couple of years ago. Wow. That, yeah, that's still four years yeah. ago. Wow. <laughs> right. So there's your answer. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Wow. That, I, look at that. The internet is a wonderful thing. Uh, go on then, Neil. Your uh, favourite one from 92 then, please. So that when this this song was released, I fell in love with it. I bought the album. wasn't so impressed with the album as I was by the single. Shakespeare's Sister Stay. Now, I have to say, I'm a little bit tired of the song now. <laughs> uh, it's been overkill and I've heard it so many times and it's still been playing since 92. But deep down, I know it's a fantastic song and a beautiful song. Um and this was one of those ones that stayed at number one for a long time, didn't it? I'm, I'm not too sure how long. It must have been a good sort of six to eight weeks. Do you want to have a guess on how many weeks you reckon? I'll say six. It was eight. Oh, you're close the second time. Wow. <laughs> was uh, it, was yeah. this big over in the in the US? Not that I know of. What was Shakespeare? Shakespeare's sister. sister. So it was, um, you know, Bananarama. Have you heard of Bananarama? So it was, um, I was going to say the blonde Siobhan. one from Bananarama, but there was two blondes, weren't there? They were all yeah. blonde. Siobhan, wasn't it? So Siobhan, and then it was also Marcella Detroit, uh, who used to be a backing singer for um, Eric Clapton. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, so they they had a duo together. They had a couple of couple more hits than this, didn't they? But this was like they the, did. This was the huge this one. This is what huge, hit them big time and made their album such a big seller. And like I said, I still got the album now. I don't think I've ever listened to it again. It didn't didn't strike a chord. It's not a it's not one that sat with me very easily. It's not a repeater. No, no but eight weeks. That's a hell of a that's, that's a think, long run. I think apart from Brian Adams in 1991, that was the longest run of number one until the end of 92. But what about Whitney? Whitney, what yeah, that was the end of 92, oh, which was, was 10 it? weeks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that was going eight. That was going from 92 into 93. Beautiful song, though. It is a beautiful song. Beautiful I'm just song. bored of it. It's, it's a shame. It's a All shame. right, Neil, that's their life's work, man. Come on. Oh, can't... like they haven't earned enough money off it. Well, that is true. <laughs> you know, I yeah. won't feel that guilty. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure they're crying to the bank, aren't they, really? Okay, my 92. Um, right, so I'm going to... 
I'm going to go into a little bit of a, a caveat here now. For the next one, two, three, for the next four years, they've got personal. Well, next f- five of the next six years, I've <laughs> got personal oh, things. All right, which will come, which, which will, will come a lot clearer. Uh, Do I need so to get like, tissues? Uh, no, you don't need to get tissues. I meant because I might cry. You oh, I see. Boy. Right, sorry, okay. I had the wrong thing there. No, um, <laughs> this was a song from somebody that I don't think. I think only had like a couple of hits. This is uh, Sleeping Satellite by Tasman Archer. Lovely song. Yeah. Now, I think she only had maybe one or two albums before she sort of, I think she she sort of won loads of awards and then disappeared. Mm. Um, but one of the reasons it, it was because we fell in love with her name, Tasman, which ended up being one of our daughter's names in the end. Oh wow! That was, that was where I think I—that's where I first heard the name. I'm not sure whether my daughter, uh, my my wife did, but that's—I'm pretty sure where we got the name Tasman from. Oh. So it was one of the reasons that I chose the song yeah. was because of that sort of link. But also, it's such a great song. Mm-hmm. Another great voice, um, a really good songwriter. There was another song she had called "In Your Care," which mm-hmm. is absolutely beautiful. Um, oh, I'll quite, have to check that out. Yeah, quite harrowing as well because it's it's sort of about I think it's about child abuse and stuff, but yeah. it's, so it's quite heavy. But again, beautiful song. Um, so yeah, that's that's the reason for that one for 1992. Um, but you will get you'll, you'll you'll find a little link in some of my uh, my future choices for the next few years. All right. Uh, but that's 92. So Robin, your number one for 93, then please. I'm going to pick my Living on the Edge from Aerosmith. So Aerosmith started getting really big. Um, They debuted on the number one chart on April 10th, and they stayed on for nine weeks. Wow. A long time. So that was a really, that was when I was like figuring out like, okay, am I more of like the soft R&B or am I in like the rap? Am I in the poppy stuff? Like what am I into? Because it was like middle school for me. And... So great. And his voice is just, I love his voice. So, um, and the video was also really rad too. I don't know if you guys have the same video version, but. What was, I can't remember the video to it. He was just, it was basically just him standing there and singing and just being awesome. And the Mm. way that they shot it, I think is just very different. So. It's a great song. I love it. it But it wasn't number one here. Otherwise I've been joining you, Rob. Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. And that's weird. It's so weird. What track there versus Mm. here. Um, yeah, they've only had, ever had, had, have they ever? They've only had one number one here, haven't they? Which was two. Where they had "Walk This Way" and wasn't the um, Armageddon song? Yeah, the Armageddon one. I'm pretty. That sure was the was. only one. "Walk This yeah. Way" was, wasn't it? Wow. Okay. Mm. And I wonder when. Don't you guys track after us usually for not like music? Usually, stuff, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, sort of back back in the day, music and and movies would definitely be like you uh, would get it and then four or five months later it would be released in the uk mm. gotcha okay i can remember in 1990 i think it was 19 yeah 1990 when i went me and my brother went to la mm. and we went and we watched ghost with patrick swayze oh, okay. and that didn't come out until 91 in wow. in the uk so it was all like, and that was the one thing if you, you knew okay. someone going to america you knew they'd mm. be watching a movie way before so you'd you'd sort of tell them what was the movie all about what was it like you know yeah Mm. ages before you got to see it it was just one of those one of those things it is crazy 
It's absolutely crazy. But then these days, now it's sort of like 45 days and it's gone from the cinema yeah. and it's on TV. Yeah, all, it's all weird. the same day, isn't it? All Something. the same day. Yeah. yeah. And some well, even some of the Marvel movies and stuff, we get before the US now. We'll get it maybe a week before, which is oh, wow. I don't I've never understood that. That's weird. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> never mind. Um, but yeah, great song. Great song. Yeah. Go on the Neil, you're 93, please. So um <sighs> I'm a stickler for this guy. I do enjoy his operatics and it's meatloaf. I would do oh. anything for love, but I won't do that. I don't know what that was, but yeah. And nobody ever guess. did. I can no. tell you, I can tell you what it is. Oh. oh, I can tell you what it is. And I'll put, I will put the actual um, video up. He, where he's at some Q and a, and somebody asks him that very question and says... Well, they oh, asked what? Meatloaf or Jim Steinman. Asked Jim Meatloaf. Jim wrote it, didn't they? Yeah, didn't but he? I think they sort of wrote it together. Right. But he said, if you listen to the lyrics, he'll say beforehand, he said it's different all the way through the song. But before mm. he says, but I won't do that, he said, I'll tell you what I would do. And I'll tell you... And, it, and in the lyrics, it says what he won't do, if it makes sense. Right. He said, I'll yeah. do this and I'll do that but I won't do that. So he actually does, if you read the lyrics, oh. he actually, I mean, whether we'll get to it on the, we probably won't. Let's see if I can maybe. Uh, I, and I, that was also my number one for the, the billboard side of it. Ah, uh, right. Rock. So that was my, my choice. It was yeah. five weeks at number one over here. Yeah. It was a long time over here as well. Yeah. I mean, let me see. It was seven weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I can remember it being on top of the pops. Like, two months before it was released. Oh, wow. First time he played it on Top of the Pops. Mm. Um, it was a huge thing, wasn't it? Because it was the Bat Out of Hell 2 album. Yeah. Exactly. Such a massive album to follow up on. Yeah. Still being my, probably one of my... Oh, it's a great album. It's a great album. I don't think Bat Out of Hell 2 is quite as good as the original, but it's got some massively fantastic tracks on it. Yeah. It's a great song. I mean, we're probably not going to get to any of the singing because the... This version is ten and a half, eleven and a half minutes long, so we're not going oh, to get. Did, to the yeah, he did like a long version. I he mean, did the like songs were version. very sort of over the top, weren't they? Well, but that's, theatrical, that's aren't what they? that's mm-hmm. what Meatloaf and Jim Steinman songs were all about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I don't think there's a Jim Steinman song that isn't over the top. If you think all the ones he wrote for, like Bonnie Tyler and the Celine Dion versions, they're all full on, aren't they? Everything's like, like you say, it's almost operatic but a rock operatic yeah i was just trying to look at the lyrics because i'm trying to see the bit where he says what he won't do i mean we all tried to forget the way you feel right now oh no no way but i would do anything for love but i won't do that so i won't i won't forget the way you feel right now Oh, ah. there, you go. there you go, see? So everybody oh, listening wow. probably had the same question as what we did. And now we know. There you go. But if you read the wow. lyrics, it's, it's, he said it's different each time he says, but I won't do that. Mm. It's different mm. all the way through the song. So there you go. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, me, I should say. Thank you, Mr. Loaf, yeah. as, they, uh, <laughs> as they sometimes yeah. call him. Um, okay, so my 1993 one, and again, this is going to go back to uh, uh, the, the reason I've chosen this one was because uh, my first uh, daughter was 
born in 1993. So I've chosen the number one. That was number one the day that she was born, oh, wow. which is uh, Dreams by Gabrielle. Oh, now, nice okay. I'm pretty sure that this wasn't this from a movie. No, I don't think so. Not that no? I oh, no, I'm thinking of um, there was another one that Out of Reach was from. Oh, yeah. It was Bridget Jones or something, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. But although, you know, I quite, I, I do like this song. I like it because it was born, it was the day that my daughter was born, but also yeah. it's a really, really nice, mellow song. And Gabrielle's, again, got another one of those distinctive voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and another artist that's still going strong today. Is she really? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen her about for ages. Mm, she's still going, yeah. Oh. New songs oh. every now and then, yeah. Was she at Donington or whatever it is? The Monsters well, of download, Brock, you imagine. <laughs> download, that's it. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, here's Gabrielle. Whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> I mean, Ice-T's got his band there every, every time, so why not? Oh, my that, God. That, but that's a bit hard edge, though, isn't it? Yeah. That kind of rap, not with mm-hmm. it's, Gabriel. It's not really rap there, no. <laughs> In this kind of yeah. stuff. Anyway, so that's that's the reason. Uh, yeah, Jazz was born uh, on that day in well, 1993. That's that's so there you go, reason. indeed. Uh, Robin, you're 94 then, please. My 94 is I Swear by All for One. Now, did you guys, did they get big over there or no? They, they, I mean, it was a big song over this here. Song I don't did. think it got to number one. Did it get to number one in our country? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. I know that I bought this single. Did you? I bought this single, yeah. I can remember buying this single. I remember it got a lot of radio play. A lot of radio play. Yeah, it was, um... oh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't get to number one by the looks of it. Not in this country. Not in 94. Huh. Yeah, so it was actually, um, it debuted on the chart at May 21st, and it was number one for 11 weeks. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah that's a, a long, long time. It is a long time. So, um, yeah, I loved it. I mean, that, it, 11 weeks atop the US chart, then mm. that's like retirement money, isn't it? Got to be. Yeah. Back in back in the 90s, I bet they, they wouldn't need to work again with the amount of money they'd make from that one song that's got to be a million seller 11 weeks in america oh, and sure. they had they had a couple big hits around that time oh did um, they so much love and i can love you like that i i'm sure you guys heard i can love you like that probably if i heard it probably, yeah. yeah so it was it was definitely big around here um they like I the mean, love don't they they love the awful yeah. one they like that love yes they should sure, what was the one all for oh, one were they yeah. part of the three <laughs> Three Musketeers. <laughs> no, but they're still around. I think. I feel like I saw them on a on a bill not too long ago. So, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, um, um, whether or not they're all the same original people, do you know, Robin? Are they still going in the same original people um, that were in? It looks like they are. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it looks like they are. Fair play to them. That's that's fair play because I mean it's like if you go and see the Temptations these days, it's like oh yeah, you know there isn't a single member of the original group that's yep. there anymore. Or and they are still the same members. It's wow, fair yep. play. Yep, you wouldn't yep. think that, you wouldn't think they. Then again, did they write their own stuff? I don't know. I'm asking you to for too much I, information. Probably. I don't know. I didn't know that much because I was still young at that time. So. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Nobody really. Yeah, nobody cares about the publishing rights when you. 
<laughs> you're worried about just listening to the song. Yeah. Great song, though. Absolutely great song. Go on then, Neil. You're number one of the 1994 year, please. So we've spoken about this artist loads, and it's Prince, and it's the most beautiful girl in the world. That's Ooh. my 1994. Oh, no. uh, do you not like that song, Robin? Oh, no, I said, oh, no, for you guys. Uh. I, was, I was shocked that we both had the same one for Meatloaf in 93, but mm. I didn't think that that would happen. No, right? nor me. I didn't think so. But it is a beautiful song. There's it no is. denying it. It's a, it's a gorgeous song. Um we we've spoken about our love for Prince loads, and I just mm-hmm. I, I I I miss him. I miss him to this day. I miss his output, his music. I really wish I'd gone to see him live. Mm-hmm. You take yeah. it for granted, don't you? That these people yep. are just going to be around forever, and then and then unless they're not. So yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Forgive me, Robin, but it's a real love-making song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. That's it, Robin. Move over Barry just, White. The next it, time you hear it. this song, just have I that know, vision not. in your head <laughs> of Neil and Rumpy Pumpy. That's what you have to Oh, <laughs> my Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rumpy some... Pumpy. Rumpy that... Pumpy. That's what we rumpy call pumpy. it. Oh, my goodness. Having okay. a little bit of Rumpy Pumpy. <laughs> but right. it is that sort of song. I'm sorry to have to say it is. It, it, this is what I would say is a bedroom. It's a bedroom song. It really oh. is a great bedroom okay. song. All right. All right, listen, I'm not going to argue you. I no, mean, no. We're learning, own, we're learning way too much about you, Neil. <laughs> we're learning way, way too much about you. Hey, I'm, I'm not ashamed. There we go. It's not like I still put Barry White on anymore. No, I was just looking. There's another number one um, in 1994 in our charts that I would say was my bedroom song, and it's called Things Can Only Get Better. <laughs> <laughs> D-Ream. D-Ream. I think oh, that's, my Lord. I think that's mine. Yeah, so that was my number one as well. I, I mean, oh, all right. 1994 wasn't a fantastic year for... For number no. ones i have to say um mainly for the fact that wet 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 had lovers all around for 15 weeks so there wasn't that many of the number ones um one of the most boring songs ever as well I like oh that. it's all right oh I'm man I, I, yeah but that's only because it got so overplayed didn't it well it's also because i find wet 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 one of the most boring bands that have ever existed but there we right. go yeah and i don't think they transferred over to the u.s did they went, went, went. no i feel like i feel like it sounds familiar but i don't think it was have you seen four weddings and a funeral the film no, no. <laughs> I, i'm not a, i'm gonna tell you this i'm not a movie person at all so uh-huh. i mean my husband when we first met he's like oh i'll take you to the movies i'm like mm, no you won't and still i mean we've been together 10 years and i think i've seen maybe and i'm pushing five movies with him well, I mean, that's fair enough that's fair yeah, enough. So but that's I where I guessed you might have seen it from. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I never saw it. Well, you say four weddings and a funeral, don't you think? Yeah. yeah that's I've the, heard of it, but I've never seen it. The Hugh Jackman, not Hugh Jackman. Because it is <laughs> Hugh Grant, the Hugh Grant movie. Hugh oh, okay. Ah, oh, dear. Okay. Um, your 95 number one, please, Robin. I'm so excited. I know I brought this to you on the last episode that I was on, um, but my all-time favorite band, Silverchair. Have you guys listened to them since last time? I've been having a Dell. So, I, I have to admit, I haven't. I forgot the name of the band until you said in the message we had, a, had last week. I can't remember the song that I listened to. Was it I, I put it on YouTube. 
I can't remember now. I have uh, to go back on my YouTube. But I do. I have to say, yes. I I didn't turn it off. Let's put it that way. And I enjoyed okay. It. There you go. There you go. I'll take it. No, it was a winner, isn't it? If you know instantly. I always say with a song, you know instantly. If somebody tells you you'll love that song, you put it on, and after the first verse, you think, no, that's not for me. You turn it off, don't you? Yeah. So what's the name of the song from Silverchair? It is Tomorrow, and it uh, came out the 23rd of September, and it was three weeks at number one. And they're a little Australian band from from Australia. Um, they were a little garage band and I mean, they were my age. I mean, so it was nice to see some teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my love. Maybe I used to stay up. I'm not sure. Might have been. I can't really hear it that well. Okay. okay. But. Um, but yeah, they were my all time is when I saw them, I knew I wanted to see them live and I can't. I can't tell you how many times I've seen them. So. Okay, and I take it they're still going now. Unfortunately, no. They called it quits in 2017. Um, oh dear. Broke my heart. Um, one of the guys, Daniel, the lead singer, he's doing some weird, crazy stuff right now. Um, he was married to Natalie Imbruglia. Oh right. Okay. Is that how you say her name? I don't know if it's yeah. Natalie yeah. Imbruglia. Um, so yeah, they were married for a while. They are divorced now, but, um, no, they're not together anymore. It breaks my heart. They said that they would stop once it was not fun anymore for the three of them. So, you know, they, they got thrown into the limelight really quick, really fast. Like they played on top of, um, where was it? The TR, uh, not TRL, cause TRL was at that point, but they played on top of, um, MTV's headquarters in New York city when mm-hmm. they were. 14, 15 years old. They're traveling with Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, it was just insane. So it was a lot for them. Um, but they have a lot of couple, they have a couple albums that are really good. And I've seen them in Brazil. I've seen them in Australia. I've seen them all over the US. So wow. check them out. Brilliant. Would you say they're your favorite band? They are. I 100%. I've got them tattooed on me. I mean, I just. Um, you've got them tattooed as in the name or the people? Oh, yeah. The, the name so there i took one of a thing off of the cover of every one of their albums and i incorporated it into one tattoo so like they had their album their debut album was called frog stomp so they each band member had a different colored frog so i took one of the different colored frogs and then they had an album called neon ballroom and they had these two little dancers there's a, a guy and a lady dancer and i flipped the colors so it was like instead of blue in the middle i'd put pink in the middle and then blue on the outside so I got that, and then I had their logo. Oh, yeah. It's, where, it's a big thing. I mean, I'm not asking you to show us, but where is the tattoo? It's my tramp stamp. I mean, I'll just be honest. <laughs> well, what's so, a tramp stamp? Sorry. It's, it's, oh, come uh, on, Neil. Don't give me you that have rubbish. You know what that is. You know what a tramp stamp uh, is. Come on, if you I can do. guess the boobs. <laughs> no. What? I don't know. <laughs> I've got no idea. Oh, Neil, Neil come on. You're embarrassing me now. Come on. Uh, this is my, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not. Just Google don't. it. You don't Google know what it is. I'll Google it. Yeah, Robin, Google, I'll Google, Google it to it. save embarrassing you. So. Oh, no, it, it, how would you describe it? Your backside above your, it's like where you're. Oh, uh, the lower yeah. spine. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Did you not so, know that was called a I had down? no idea. You, there you oh. are. Well, you guys might call it something different, though. No, no, no? We, call, we call it a tramp stamp. Yeah. 
Well, then I don't know about Neil. Most people do, yeah. I don't don't know what kind of porn you're watching, Neil, but for goodness sake. (laughs) Well, I don't have the sound. (laughs) I've I've never known that. Every day is a learning day. That is. You shocked me. That's true. I can't believe that you didn't know. I mean, you guys shocked me last time saying you didn't know who Silverchair was. Well, that is true. I mean, this Mm. is a whole different level, though, Robin. It's not knowing what a tramp stuff. Well, yeah, that's true, too. I mean, anyway. Yeah, well. Yeah. That's the story of my life. Sometimes I'm just <laughs> not right. with it. Just not with it. There was me thinking that you were like the, you know, you were like the greatest swinger of all time saying that, well, this Prince song is my, is the bedroom song. No, I said it is a great bedroom song. I didn't say it was mine. Oh, oh right. Okay. Um, my okay. One's, um, anyway, let's move on, Neil, shall we? <laughs> my one's Night Fever by the Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number one from 1995? Now I'm going to have a guess. I've just realised what I wrote because it is a great, great song and one of my favourite of their songs. And I think you've got the same one. I'm going to put a punt out there and I'm going to say Oasis, some might say. It's not, actually. Oh, right. No, it's not. Okay, well, that's mine. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oasis. I I was one of the strange few in the 90s. There was in, in the UK, Robin, there was a huge rivalry between two bands. Oasis, oh. which you've heard of, probably. Yeah. yeah. 
And Blur. Have you heard of Blur? I have heard of Blur. I was never a Blur fan. And I Well, they were out together and they were huge rivals. And I mean, it made the main news when they released a single at the same time and who was going to get to number one at the first. Oh, wow. Okay. But I was one of the strange people in both camps. I enjoyed both Blur and Oasis, but you were supposed to be one or the other. But no, I enjoy them both. If it's a good song, enjoy it. It's a good song, yeah. But I love this song. I still love this song now. And I, I was looking and I was thinking, do I still listen to it? And looked on my Apple records like I always do with music. And yes, there it is on the playlist, this one. There you I go. Thought, well, there you go. Must yeah, be number winner. one for just one week. Still wow. number one. Yeah. But still number wow. one. How many number ones did Oasis actually have? I think they had four. Was it four? Was it three or four? I think. I wouldn't know for yeah. definite until... And they never did it. quite crack America, did they? Really? Not I just weird. never liked Oasis. I mean, Wonderwall was a thing. Mm. The whole brother thing and the whole fighting and all. Oh, get over it. Get over your I think that's what, that's what scuppered their their success in America was that they just had this. I think they had, it was in America, they had a massive argument. Mm. And yeah. Noel just flew home or flew somewhere else. And there just, was something. Yeah. Was just, I mean, look, you can have your spats, but that's your brother, right? And like... It, you're going to have to be around him for the rest of your life. And, you know, you don't want to argue that bad. And it was like, don't make it so publicly known that like, you're the joke of the family. They don't like, <laughs> just, I don't know, but I did like Wonderwall, but I don't, there's something that champagne supernova song. I was not a fan of. Okay. Um, and I just, you know, I just, one of those things I never got into Like I Coldplay getting off topic, but Coldplay, I cannot get into Coldplay at all. Right. I don't know why it's just, it's one of those things. And it's just, you know, it's not bad, wrong, or indifferent. It's just, you know, different. No, I completely agree. I've got yeah. a list well, as long as my arm since doing these podcasts of the groups yeah. that I'm just not, just cannot get into. It's not that I don't yeah. like them. I just, they're just not my groove kind of thing. You know, you just can't exactly. get into mm. them. But uh, that's just how it is. It'd be boring if we all like the same stuff, though. It, it would it be. Really would it be. would be. So my 95 one um, goes the same as my 93. Um, it probably would have been, some might say, if it hadn't have been for the fact that my daughter was born in 1995. Wow. Uh, so I've chosen the song that was number one when she was born, and it's um, Fairground by Simply Red. Now, oh. <laughs> now that I yeah. don't know what that is. Yeah, now Simply Red, um, <laughs> it's Mick Hucknall, who, I mean, and it's got an amazing voice, very soulful. This isn't one of my favourite Simply Red songs, without a doubt. It's a very weird rhythmic noise if you like but i felt i had if i was going to do it for 1993 i felt i had to do it for 1995 the reason is perfectly fine yeah yeah so shame it's such a shit song i know know. and if you look at 95 you've got celine dion think twice which was number one for seven weeks i didn't realize it was that long coolio gangster's paradise was was this year you are not alone michael jackson Mm -hmm. Um, what else you got? Oh, Earth Song. Michael Jackson was also number one this this year. Um, so I do have to say that Gangster's Paradise was my backup choice. Was so it? Yeah. Yes, it was. It was Gangster. It was number one for three weeks. Right, right. So, uh, Mr. Boombastic as well uh, was number one as well. So uh, take that at a few, at a couple of number ones. So yeah, it's it's, it's it's this was one of the ones that because of this way we're doing it. Right. I wrote put on the list sort of apprehensive put you know 
apprehensively putting it on the list, but I had my reasons. So there yeah. you go. And, and, and perfect reasons. Because yeah, exactly. there, there would be no other reason you'd have that song. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right then, uh, Robin, your number, no, number one for 1996 then, please. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys had Bone Thugs and Harmony out there. I've heard of Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, uh, the song was called Crossroads. And it was number, let's hear it. It went number one on May 18th and it stayed at number one for eight weeks. Wow. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. This sounds familiar. Yeah, it was a huge hit over here. It does sound familiar. That. Yeah, yeah, it does sound familiar. Yeah, that was my that was my jam. It does feel to me like it was a it was a big hit. Like I'm just trying mm-hmm. to look and see if it was maybe like the next no. year. Yeah, it didn't doesn't look like it. No. No, it doesn't look like it. Could be, it was a number one. But it definitely oh. sounds. It definitely sounds. Yeah, familiar. I was going to say I I yeah. recognise that. Yeah, it was. Um, unfortunately, I had some friends pass away around that time, and this song was just talking about different sides of meeting at the crossroads, right? So it just, and it's a nice song. It's not, that was, the 90s were weird. Like it was rap, but it wasn't rap how you know it now. And it was like a, I don't want to say an innocent rap, but it was like, because this is a cross between like rap and RB kind of, I wouldn't essentially call this rap, but. Mm. Um, it was just a different kind of vibe back then. I don't, same thing with like Tupac and just Gangster's Paradise, for example. Like it wasn't super rap. It was just, I, I don't even know how to call it. Like a chilled rap. There you go. I like it. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah. Cause it's just, I mean, it's not like the rap like you hear now about shooting and snorting drugs off the car or whatever. I don't even know because I don't. Off I a tramp stamp. Yeah. Snooting drugs. There off you go. <laughs> Let me explain. You know, uh, I was just going to say. <laughs> don't need to explain now. I'm no, you're not to explain that here. once oh, to Neil. Explain that oh, once to Neil, and that's all he needs. He doesn't need it anymore. Uh, yeah, I've got yeah. it all up here now. I but yeah, it definitely was. Hearing. I think it was also a more accessible version of rap. It was like a little bit more laid back, like Neil said, yeah. a little bit more chilled. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who love rap are going to probably going to really scream at me but yeah had a bit a bit more of a tune to it i sound like mm. a right old man there's a bit more of a yeah. tune well but, yeah it's just i mean you hear rap now and it's like every other word is the n-word and i'm just not down with that and like no. No, i don't no, know no. how that's something that's cool like it just doesn't it turns me off really i mean i just even yeah. that was it mumble rap they call it mumble oh, rap yeah stuff. i don't and i mean my my boy loves people like post malone and stuff like that and i just don't yeah. get it because yeah. it just sounds like a monotone mm-hmm. and like you say there's lots of bad language in it and lots of yeah. appropriate words in it and i think i don't mm-hmm. i don't get this and it's not for me i understand but yeah exactly um, so but that's a good one. I haven't heard that song for ages. I'm gonna to have yeah. to have a, I'll look forward to putting that one on the uh, video playlist. Indeed, nice one there, uh, yep. Robin. Go on then, Neil. So this band came booming into my life in the '90s. I love this band, still do. And alas, they lost their uh, lead singer. And it's the Prodigy. Breathe. Um, ah, okay. I, I every now and then music comes along where you can just really shake out the cobwebs. And I mm-hmm. find the Prodigy do this brilliantly. 
Um, I think they're one of the bands that cross over. We talked about rap and dance music. They're in that genre, but they also in were playing like Download Festival in the UK, so a heavy metal festival. They were there playing and things like that. But yeah, this song comes on, and I, I absolutely yeah. It's the one when I'm driving, when I've got, if I'm in a mood or I just want a bit of oomph time, this goes way whacking out. Mm. And it reminds me so much of the 90s, going clubbing and yeah. doing things that we shouldn't be doing. So when you're feeling energetic, this isn't a bedroom song then, Neil, because you'd be going like the clappers at this one, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, no, that was more fire start. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But are you a fan I'm of this sorry, band? Robin. We're really lowering yeah, the tone today. We don't normally do that. Oh no, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Were you a fan of the Prodigy at all, Pam? Um, I did. Or Robin? I never owned one of their albums, but I never turned it off. So it was just kind of. Mm. Yeah, what was that other big song that he had? Um, uh, Fire Firestarter was the bigger yeah. than this one, yeah, okay, and so, then yeah. um, the this one, one that sounds was familiar though. Yeah, they've used this. Yeah, they use this still now um, quite a lot, and it's a very popular one live that they do. And I saw footage; they they're actually touring again now after Keith Flint really? last took his own life. They've gone back out on the road, and when they do Firestarter, they do this oh. wonderful laser um, effect and everything, and then you get the classic horned Keith Flint oh dance into Firestarter comes out, but it's all sort yeah. of. It's not. It's almost holographic, but it's done with the lasers and it's moving. Right. It absolutely looks amazing. Nice. But yeah, Fat of the Land was the album. Great album. Yeah, they're two number ones in '96. They had um, Firestarter was for three weeks, yeah. and Breathe was for two weeks. So '96 was sort of was really their year. It was. Yeah, they were a good band, and they they obviously caused a lot of controversy with that uh, song. Mm-hmm. Forgive me, smack my bitch up. Yeah. Which, oh, that was the other one. Yeah. yeah, which is a great song and obviously has a, uh, one of the best videos, I think. If you get a chance to ever watch yeah. the video, it's very grown up and adult, but it's almost yeah. a jaw-dropping video when you realise what's happening. If you've never seen it, I won't say anything. Which one's that? Smack My Bitch Up one? Yeah, it's yeah. a fantastic video. I'll, I'll put it in the um, video playlist. Yeah. But be um, warned, not safe for work video. Not safe for work. <laughs> Um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and it's almost almost Hitchcockian if you uh, go for the for the twist. Mm. Okay. I probably said too much, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, my uh, ninety six one uh, you might be pleased to hear has got nothing to do with my kill my kids. So, uh, so <laughs> but it is somebody that I a little bit like Prince, somebody that I miss a hell of a lot in regards to actual talent. Um. It's George Michael and Fast Love. Okay. Uh, Fast Love. It came from the older album, which um, was a fantastic album. Such a great album. And this is one guy that like could do it all. He could play every instrument that he needed to on a on a recording. Had the most amazing voice. Um, wasn't an amazing dancer. I'll give you that. Right, because we went and saw him live. The um, you know the video where he these things don't go the sun, uh, don't let the sun go down on me with Elton John. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's live. Well, we went to one of those gigs, and um, he only has he only ever had two dance moves. Oh, so he would do the dance move where you you were dancing, but you put like one foot behind the other. Oh, okay. And, and then also, he, also he'd just swing his arms about. 
And after about hmm. 90 minutes of watching George Michael, you, you go, he's only, he only knows two dance moves. This right. is, I always thought like he was this amazing dancer. And, but he just, that was the only two moves that he would do. Singing wise was unbelievable live, but but it's dancing. I don't want to speak ill of the dead. I'm trying to big him up, say I, I loved him, but but yeah. But, but wasn't it great all the revelations that came out after his death of what of an amazing human he really was? Yeah, just the, like all the charity stuff that he did. Yeah, money that just he what he gave in. back is you know was phenomenal. Yeah, and he is one of those guys like Prince. I would I would love to know what kind of stuff he'd be writing now. Mm. what kind of music he'd be making now because he, he he kind of always rolled with a bit like Bowie just sort of like changed his image a little bit changed the style of his songs a little bit they never sounded the same they never sounded like they were stuck in the 80s or stuck in the 90s mm. um, such a talent such a it's not a waste because we've still got his music but uh, yeah. but bless him yeah so that and he had a couple of number ones in 96 Jesus to a Child uh, and also fast love. So oh. there you go. Okay, 1997, please, Robin. I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. Oh dear. This was the era of three brothers with long hair. I'm gonna say it. It's Hanson with Umba. Oh, what about I me? Have... I'll I'll have that one as well. Oh, you, I don't believe you do? it. Yeah. That makes me so excited. Okay. I'm so with you on this one, Robin. I I still love Hanson. They came to town uh just a couple months ago and I I couldn't make it and I was super bummed, but um Hanson is still around. Mm. Like they still the stuff that they're coming out with, I mean they have forty thousand kids between all the siblings because there's like eight siblings, but I think there's, it's nigh on perfect but, pop song. This. Absolutely. And there's an amazing acoustic version that they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's gone down a couple of keys because yep. they can't, obviously, you know, their, their voices yeah. have uh, Wasn't it broken. like for the 20th anniversary of the song or something like that? Yes. It? I, I want to say 25 now. I don't know. But because I well, remember it's not, 97, everybody... 97. So it would be 25th anniversary yeah, this somebody, year. Everybody kept sending me things and I'm like, oh God, yes, I know. And they have a great. Um, they put out a Christmas song too, and it was a cappella. And the a cappella version of Mbop is just amazing. If you yeah. ever, oh, it's just amazing. But I remember seeing them at Knott's Berry Farm, which is a local um, Knott's Berry amusement Farm. Park. Yeah, Yay. they played at the little stage out there. They played there. And I mean, it's where the boysenberry comes from, isn't it? Knott's Berry Farm. Yep, sure does. Mm. So. Oh, yeah, not to very far. But <laughs> I do love my Hanson, and I get flack for it all the time. In my next year, I'm also going to get flack for it, so can't wait to see it. But I'm I don't, see, I don't see how you, know? you can get any flack yeah. for this. I Robin, send don't. them my way if they give you flack. I'll uh, fight them for you. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll I, tell everybody you. Thought, everybody thought the Spice Girls should be on here, and I don't know. Were they like the 2000s? I feel like they were the No, 2000s. they were 97. No, they were sort they of, were yeah, 97? Yeah, they were mid mid. Well, they were mid nineties up until probably two thousand. That was the the. They weren't on my list. They weren't yeah. even on my list at all. Like in the top in the Billboard list, they weren't even on there. And I was like, right, I, maybe they they were popular, but maybe not on the like on the top one hundred. Well, maybe they didn't get a USA it. number one. Though. Yeah, they might not have done. Yeah, but that, yeah. So that's, I will, that's I, mine. So I will say, back in the parody episode uh, mm-hmm. with Donald, we managed to get like a number one the first time ever of all three wow. getting that now mm. if 
my other daughter hadn't been born in 1997, <laughs> we'd have had all three exactly the same because I would have oh. chosen Umbop as my number one right. for 1997. Okay. So, and I, because like I'm the same as Neil, I think it is one of the just perfect pop songs. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of times it's only when I watch the the acoustic version where they've sort of brought it down a bit that you could understand what the lyrics were for a start. So funny part about that. Um, there's a part that Isaac sing and Isaac is the oldest singer. And um, there's a part that he sings and he talks about the daisies or a rose and you have to actually be listening for it in order to hear it. And I, I always hung on to that part in the song. I don't know why, but that's just one thing that I always step on to. So yeah, because there was a lot of the lyrics when I was listening to it, thinking, "God, I didn't realize that was what the the line was." Yep. And, and he manages to to I don't know what the name of the actual lead singer is. What's Taylor? Taylor. He fits a hell of a lot of words in some of those lines yeah, to make yeah, them he scan. Does. He really yeah. he really does, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's a skill to do that. Yeah, get no, those, for sure. All those words into that short little, quick sort of um, spurt of of, of words, but. Yeah fantastic song we were so close we were so yeah, close if, if only my daughter, your daughter. Born, <laughs> if she's been born just a year later um then you know but then i'd have another name. klaxon sound <laughs> yeah. i gotta try and get right so hang on a minute how am i gonna do this because i can't spell that word how do i spell that word so my number one uh my number one was the song that was number one when my third daughter was born and it's Discotech by U2. Not a bad song. <laughs> so it's not a bad song. song. No, it's not a bad song. It's not a bad song. I don't know how to spell Discotech. That's the only trouble. Dis- uh, Q- D-I-S-C-O. Well, he- yeah, it's not. <laughs> okay, it's so not. it's Disco T-H-E-Q-U-E. Right. Okay. Right. For some reason, it doesn't like... Um, it doesn't like that. Oh, I don't know why I'm playing Mysterious oh, Ways. Okay. I'm trying to find the song to be able to play it, but... Uh, no, can't find it. Okay, can't never find mind. it. I, it's on. Uh, what album was it from? It was on. Pop. Was it pop? Pop, yeah. It, it was the pop album, wasn't it? Yeah. I have it on. Um, here, let me send this to you. Can I send it to you on the chat? Um, you can. Do, oh no, because I need to go through my need to go through my machine. I'll find it. If not, then. Uh, oh, well, I just I just sent it to you on the chat and the YouTube or in the Zoom meeting. Yeah, I don't know whether I'll be able to play it through. If you take that link, you should be able to put it through. I should be able to, yeah. No? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. (laughs) Oh, God, why didn't I just choose handsome and then bop? For a start, that's that's easier to (laughs) spell. I mean, you know, I'm just just making a mountain out of a molehill here. (laughs) Right, got it. There it is. Now you watch, I'll get an ad. Ah, I knew it. There'd be a bloody ad. Anyway. Uh, I tried. It's always like, no, but thank you. There you go. That's it. Nice. Okay. It's a good song. It is a good song. It is a good song. And we all all like a bit of you too. Well, we do, but I think they're getting unnecessary flack for now. I think the Apple thing. Yeah. Well, it didn't help. It didn't help their cause at all, did it? But I still think they write brilliant songs. Well, they're another band that have like they've changed with the times mm. you know yeah. and they and i must admit i haven't listened weirdly enough since that apple album 
I've sort of lost track of what they brought out. So maybe that go. was because of that. I don't know. Yeah, I think it did the mirror. They, I think they appreciate how much damage it did to them. Yeah. You know. Which is weird, isn't it? I mean, you were, they were giving people a free gift and everyone sort of went, no, I don't want this. It's because it was there already. You weren't given the choice. Exactly. I remember I was not happy about it because mm. I was not a big U2 person. They were on my list for one in 92, but... Um, I was not happy when they just. They were, I was like, "Why are they putting this on here? I don't. I want more silver share. Don't give me you too. Give me silver share. <laughs> if it was silver I would have no problems. But no. But, so, I mean, I think it was Apple that came to them with the idea, wasn't it? And I think I so. mean, the, the it, amount of money they probably got got. We can't really criticize because I think the majority of people would have said, "You know what? All right then." Yeah. Yeah. You know? well, yeah. True. Okay, let's go okay. on to our 98. We've nearly done the whole decade, but uh, yeah. Robin, your 1998 number one. Is My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Oh, Neil so, loves this. I absolutely adore Celine Dion. I've seen her several times in concert. Um, she's amazing. I don't, I've seen her in Vegas. I've seen her in LA. Um, the Vegas show was really awesome. I know she's in a different place now, but... Um, my heart will go on. It debuted on February 28th and it was two weeks at number one. Only two weeks though, which was, Only two I don't weeks. know when Titanic came out. I don't know when that well, it was the end of 97. So that would work into 98. Yeah. So that would work. Yeah. yeah it, was number still... one for, it was number one for two weeks in the UK, but oh. on two separate situations, it went number one. Then there were two other number ones for one week hmm. and then it went back to number one. But then obviously Titanic was in, on the you know in the oh. cinemas for weeks and weeks oh, and yeah. weeks is she big over there over yeah there? oh she's I mean, huge yeah absolutely and she's, i think she's absolutely brilliant i mean this song oh, just reminds amazing. me of the movie and the movie i think it's one of the worst films ever made <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she's put out a lot of good albums since mm. this mm. obviously um she did a song with neo not too long ago that must have well I say not too long ago, maybe like seven years ago. Right. Um, she did a song, and she did the song for um, Deadpool. She I was did. just about to tell, ask you about that. Ashes. It is Ashes. an amazing it's song. It is. Have you seen the video for that? Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's yeah, that video is awesome too. So I'll put that. I'll put that in the uh, in the video yeah. playlist as well as yeah. uh, my heart will go on. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you can't you can't deny she's got one of the greatest voices I think yeah. ever recorded. Mm. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I for sure. I, I'm not. I mean, there's a, what was the other song that she had that was a number? I think twice. Yeah, was another was a great song of okay. hers. That went. That was number one in the UK. I know, definitely was number one in the UK. Yeah. Um, okay. but yeah, that's. A, I mean, I she love this like, song. I love this. Song. I, yeah, I think because people are like, oh, you like Celine, and I was in. You know, when that song came out, I was 17, and you should have been in like. But I still love my my coolio and my tupacs and my hansen and my nirvanas and i, I just liked it all and i exactly. think the 90s that's what the 90s is to me in my head like i feel like you could have all genres and it wasn't you didn't have to pick just one you mm, know no. and like i just feel like the 90s embodied everything and it was it was nice i'm the same as you robin i think it's it's not about one type of music i think if a right. song's good it doesn't matter what kind of music it is Right. Here, here. I've yeah, always, I've always had agree. that thing. I think that's probably why I like specific records rather than you know. I, I love Led Zeppelin or I love Pink Floyd. I'm, mm-hmm. I like a couple of their things, but I like a couple of other things. It's, it's yeah. just, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Yeah. Go on then, Neil. 
What have you chosen for your 1998? So Robin might not know this band, but it's the Manic Street Preachers. Uh, they're a Welsh band, um, still going today and still going strongly today. And they had a song called If You Tolerate This, Your Children Will Be Next, which oh. is still at now, actually. Um, but I think it's a, probably one of their finest songs or possibly probably one of their mo- most accessible songs. Um I don't quite know how to do they're they're rock oh. music. Okay. No, I'd never heard yeah. of them. I mean, if you listen to their early stuff, they're very much activists and uh hmm. um and they got a great great sort of story about the band. I mean, one of their band members disappeared off a beachhead in uh, Wales. They don't know oh. ever know what's happened to him. He just vanished. They don't know whether what? he killed himself, whether yeah, it's a big mystery. They have no idea what happened to him. Wow. Still to this day, nobody knows. Wow. He just vanished. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're still going. Still a great live band. If you, ever, I mean, I don't know whether they tour America very much, but I would say if you're ever in this country and they're on, highly recommend going to see them because they're so tight, so accomplished. Um, Pav, were you a fan? I like again, like we just said, I like a few of their songs. I don't. Mm. I wouldn't say that I'm a massive fan of them. Mm. But, but did you like this song? This, this is a great song. Yeah, really, really good song. Because I always thought they were a little bit sort of punky and a little bit. I suppose um, they were in their early hard years, rock yeah. kind of thing. But but this is a great song. Mm. Yeah. But I would recommend having a little delve, Robin. You might enjoy. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna look them up. I just pulled them up. The Manic Street Features. Yeah. I'm gonna have to read. I'm gonna have to read it, but I love mysteries and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, their bass. Uh, I think you it was know. their bassist, or was it the guitarist? Either one. Um, yeah, completely vanished. They don't know. And if you read about him, he had a lot of mental health problems. There's, you, oh, if you okay. see an interview, there's a very um, famous interview where, while he was talking to the journalist, he sliced his arm open and wrote "for real" across his arm. Oh. You can see it still today. You, you know. And you can wow. see the guy's got issues and that, but they don't know whether he killed himself or what. Hmm. They, they honestly That's still to this day don't know. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. That's mm. crazy. Have they ever done a documentary or anything on him? Not that I'm aware of. They could have. Hmm. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Not that I've seen or anything. Good yeah. question, though. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a lot of stories probably they could tell. A lot of stories that way. Yeah. What was his name? Richie. Yeah. Richie Edwards. Richie Edwards. Edwards. Thank you, Robin. And James Hmm. Dean Bradfield was the um, lead singer. Um, Yeah, I I like his voice. I like his voice. And he's a great front man. Because I was like, when you see somebody live, if they've got no inter-song chat, Hmm. I find it a bit off-putting, you know, when the, the rest of the band are changing their instruments, tuning or whatever. And the lead singer is just like Ozzy Osbourne, where he's just like, hey, and go crazy. And, but he actually talks to you and has good um, stories to tell and is a funny guy. So highly recommend checking some of their live stuff out. There we are. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, so my 99, I think I may have actually made a mistake here. Oh, 98 yeah 98 yeah so my 98 ooh bugger you you put two 99s no 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 I've got I've got 98 but it was actually the first number one of 99 
Well, what? if it was the number one at the end of 98 as well, though, wasn't it? Then, yeah, that's probably what I... What, yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's um, Chocolate Salty Balls by <laughs> Chef. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you just say? It's chocolate. Have you never... It's from South Park. Chef from oh. South Park had a song oh. called Chocolate Salty Balls. Oh, that's funny. No, I... You've never seen that one? Isaac oh. Hayes singing away. Yeah. I mean, it's it's soulful. It really is. If you never, never heard this one, Robin? No. No, this was number one for one week. Wow. And because okay. um, I think, I can't remember whether it was the Christmas before or the Christmas after. Yeah, it was the one after, Mr. Hanky, you were going to say. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo was another South Park song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this great song. They don't write lyrics like that anymore. South Park became a bit of a phenomenon, like everywhere. But it was, it, it was they they really hit it big time in the UK as well. Oh yeah, and hence it got a number one single out of it and everything. But it was if you look much. at it, I mean, even the Simpsons with the was it do, do the, the Park Park? Man that was a number one in the in the nineties as well. So it's like yeah. it became a thing that, like I say, a lot of novelty songs got to number one in, in the nineties. Yeah. A lot more than any other year I could, you know, decade I could more remember. than the eighties. I would say so. Oh. Wow, yeah, I would say so. If you look at, I mean, God, I, I don't even want to go through them all because it's quite... There's <laughs> loads and we'll bore Robin to death. Yeah, it's... it's no. Who the hell are Mel and Kim? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got Aqua, Teletubbies. Um, oh. I mean, Spice Girls, maybe not so much, but... Yeah. But, they're, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go Didn't through them Didn't Baz Luhrmann have his song in he the did. 90s? He did. That was that, I quite enjoyed that. That was uh, that was in '99. Basil, that was a novelty song, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's my '98. Uh, so then, Robin, to finish us off, then your '99, please. Uh, well, I'm going to go with my uh, rock or the mainstream rock one, which is going to be "What It's Like" by Everlast. Did you guys have that song? I think we did. I, I don't think it charted very high. But it was sure. only one week here. So it was, okay, it was February yeah. 13th. It was one week at number one. But the backup was Believe by Cher, which... Oh, yeah. that's, that's a good song. That's good. So who was this by? Sorry, what's it like? was by... Uh, Everlast. Everlast, okay. Yeah. And it was only um, just one week. But out of the two hit, out of the two lists that I had, that was... The better song. Yeah, exactly. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, we're at the end of the decade, obviously, and mm-hmm. obviously the two thousands started in not a good way. I'd have said nine eleven happened in two thousand and one, right. wasn't it? Which, which, as mm-hmm. we're recording this, we just that it's been the the uh, the anniversary. Yep, exactly. It almost feels like it was a very before and after that kind of moment mm-hmm. in regards to sort of music I mean I, I've always said come the 2000s I tended to lose track of what was going on musically mm-hmm. don't know whether it's just my age you know or yeah. the fact that I like things that I like whereas before I mean, I can remember with the Fast Love single Ooh. I bought the CD single and I was going to try and buy every CD single that got to number one Wow. After that, and I think I lasted about four <laughs> weeks, and then I just didn't bother anymore. Yeah, but like Neil said earlier on, the charts meant something 
I think mm. sort of in well definitely in the 90s now I don't think I don't think it means anything really it really especially does. not in this country we don't even right. have, you know a TV program dedicated to it no at all you know and what chart is it is it the iTunes chart is it the streaming chart is it the yeah. other chart I mean yeah. there's just a chart for everything yeah so how long was this number one for just one week just one week yeah Wow, I mean, yeah. I was just looking to see. I mean, I honestly, I've never heard that song before. So that one, oh, okay. and and obviously the silver chair one, ah, and definitely. and what was the other one? Oh yeah, how do you how do you talk oh, to, an you talk to an angel? Yeah. I'm gonna definitely have a little listen to those because that sounds like a, it's got a nice. And if you watch the video for how do you talk to an angel, Jamie's a Jamie's a good eye piece of candy. You know, he's, is he? Woo. <laughs> yeah. I've sold. I'm gonna go and watch it now. Oh um, okay, that's. He, a, I wonder what he's up to these days. Yeah, well, <laughs> drop him a message. You never know. Oh Might be able to play uh, the Prince song. <laughs> well, there, yeah. Oh, there you go. You know it. No, you see, he should be playing that to Robin. It oh, that is the other way. Oh, around, there you go. I mean, that. he is just. Oh, he's he's 53. Is he? Sorry. That's a good age. That's a good. How's he looking for fifty three? Well, in this, uh, he's all right. He's, all right. You know, they, I mean, he's married, but oh, spouses. <laughs> oh dear, I know what a drag. What a right. Indeed. Uh, go on, well, then, Everybody Neil, gets a hall pass, don't they? Everybody no, gets a hall pass. Yeah, especially if they're rich I, don't, and I wouldn't use it on him. Oh, oh right. Okay. Oh, so, so okay. So we've opened up that question line of questioning. Then, That'd so yeah. would you 10. open your? No, that that has to be your, a top ten. Yeah. Who would you? Oh, yeah. Man. Your your ten hall passes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have to say Donnie Wahlberg. I I do have to say Donnie. Because he's just always been... I mean, I went to Girl Scout camp and I had I Heart Donnie on my face. I mean... That's fair enough, though. He had the same when he went to Cub Scout camp. He had I Heart Donnie, but it was Donnie Osmond. (laughs) I wouldn't blame you. (laughs) Right then, Neil, you're 1999, please. So um, we talked about songs with great videos. This video is phenomenal. It's Fatboy Slim, Praise You. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. It's It does what it says on the tin. I think Fatboy Slim was a bit of the master of the mixing, wasn't he? He was the Calvin Harris of his day. And um, yeah, I think, uh, well, I still think he's brilliant now. And have you seen the um, documentary Trainwreck, the Woodstock one yet? Oh, uh, yes. Isn't it scary what was going on when he was trying to play I, and obviously had to leave quickly, but, oh. And you know what's sad is I wanted to go because that was the year I graduated high school. Right. And my parents were like, there's no way you're going. And I opted to go to Australia instead to go on tour with Silverchair for three weeks. So I think I got the better of this. You got the better deal for sure. Yeah. We just watched that and the stuff that was going on was mind-blowing. It was crazy, I mean, wasn't it? It's insane that like all of that stuff was taking place and people, there was another artist. It, oh yeah, it was Fat Boys or uh, Fat Boys who had to come in and he had to stop in the middle or towards the end of his set, didn't he? And he had well, to in the middle, away. somebody drove the, va- the first time somebody drove the van in, didn't yes. they? Like the rave, wasn't that but... the ambulance or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he was, wasn't he like upset about it? And then he was like, oh, okay, no, I get it. Like why you had to take me out? Cause he didn't yeah. really realize what was happening. But there, I mean, it's just, 
Uh, have you seen that? The train wreck? I've seen I've 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 seen the first episode, so I'm just I'm just one episode in at the moment. But mm. okay. I've, I I didn't even realise there was a Woodstock in 1999. Well, I remember I just, it. Really? I, I couldn't. I had no like remembrance wow. of it at all. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, it was shocking. That first episode was shocking. Well, enough, you wait, so. it gets yeah, even more shocking. Oh yeah, and I'm so glad I didn't go. But I think because there was so much in '99, because you got to remember, Columbine happened too. So mm, that's right, Columbine. Yeah. Then it was I graduated, and then it was like, oh, I want to go to Woodstock, and then it was like, mm, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad that my parents yeah. said no. I went uh, to Australia for three weeks, and that was much better by far. Well, we're glad you didn't go as well, Robbie. Yeah, after it was, what I've seen. Uh, but some of those people that that they had on the interviews, like, I mean, even they were like, "Oh, so, like the one guy thought it was all cool," and I'm like, "That? Why yeah. did you think that that was?" Cool? And that one woman said, "They the, the interview. It's not a spoiler, pass. Don't worry." They said to her, "If it if it was to do it again, would you? Would you?" Do I could it not again? believe her answer. I yeah, was like, she, straight away, she went, "Yes, yeah." <laughs> and like, I guess to yeah. say you were there, but it's like. Mm. I mean, when they had corn on, woo! Oh, that, yeah. was, that was the first yeah. episode, wasn't it? And yeah. That was a bit, like, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. didn't look like it was all peace and love. That was for sure. Yeah. Wait till the end, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> you haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that then. Right then, just to round things off, then my number yeah. one from uh, 1999. Uh, there was one of the little clips on it, and it's "Fly Away" by Lenny Kravitz. Ah, uh, okay. Now, I always felt that like, Lenny Kravitz wasn't as big a star as he should have been. Now, I know he was quite big in the, obviously, in the like late 90s or mid 90s. Mm-hmm. But for somebody that was like, again, another one of these multi instrumentalists, a great songwriter, he just didn't seem to hit that massive sort of level. Well, I don't think in our country, in the UK, he didn't. But I, th- I thought he did in America. He was quite. Was he like, yeah, was I was he... going to say he, he did pretty well here. Yeah. Right. There was something, there was another song he had that I just didn't like, and it was on repeat. It's kind of like, you guys know what K-Rock is in LA, yep. the radio yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're aware that they played Red Hot Chili Peppers every other song, right? So yeah. that's how it was for Lenny Kravitz back then. So oh, right. it was just, it was fed too much to me that I was like, okay, enough. Like, I'm I'm done. Like, same thing with Santana. Um Oh, Santana and Rob Thomas, I think. Oh, when they yeah. had that smooth song. Oh, God. It was constantly happening. And I was just like, I can't handle if I hear mm. that one more time. So I think that's what happened with Lenny for me. But he definitely was big over here, for sure. Yeah. Right. I think that was his only number one over here, I think. It was only number one for one week as well. He did so. the Austin, song for Austin Powers as well, didn't it? Was it American Woman or whatever he did for Austin Powers? Oh, right, okay. Spy Shag Me film, mm. yeah. Yeah, and there are a couple of other of, of his songs, but I honestly like can't remember them. There's, I think the one yeah. that you're talking about, Robin, there's one that they played to death over here. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't believe it. Was it Lenny Lenny Kravitz song? Yeah, I can't remember what it was, and it's, it's um, bugging me a little bit now. Um... There was one about love. I know that there was. Yeah, I, there was. Um, Let love flow, or something like that. It was called something like that. The one that was very over till it's over. Are you going to go my way? Oh God, that one. Are you going to go my way? Yeah, mm-hmm. that it one over was till it's over. Yeah. That was one of the. That was a very very good song. And then they had yeah. American Woman. Yeah, that's the one from um, Austin Powers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But there you go. That's the that's the decade done. That's the decade done. Let me go through some of these um, honorable mentions. 
Nikki Dennis says Ace of Base, the sign in 94. <laughs> Ricky Martin, Living La Vida Loca in 99. Uh, since I was in England for part of the 90s, I'm also going to go with Queen Innuendo in 91 and Oasis Don't Look Back in Anger March 96. Lisa Buchanan says Losing My Religion, REM 91, Black Hole Sun, Soundgarden in 94, Iris, Goo Goo Dolls 98, and my guilty pleasure, Mbop Hansen 97. You don't need to be guilty about it, Lisa. You're in wonderful company here with everybody. <laughs> And she does say, I obviously feel safe here. So you don't have to be guilty about that at all. Uh, at And Why Not Pod said, as we're a movie pod, here's our picks from 1390s movie number ones. Turtle Power, Partners in Crime, <laughs> Men in Black, Will Smith, Deeper Underground, Jamiroquai, Gangster's Paradise, Coolio, Everything I Do, I Do For You, Brian Adams, Show Me Heaven, Maria McKee, I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston, I Can't Help Falling In Love With You, UB40, Turn Back Time, Aqua, not sure what movie that was from. When You Say Nothing At All, Ronan Keaton. Uh, we'll leave it to you to put the films to the songs. Uh, and for the th- others, uh, no, sorry, and for those wondering what the other three 90s mo- number one movies are, it was Unchained Melody, Righteous Brothers, Shoop Shoop Song, and My Heart Will Go On. Uh, Janine Bender says, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, nothing Compares to You, 1990. Um, that was close to my... At Token Nerd said in no particular order, Killer, Adamski, Nothing Compares to You, Sinead O'Connor, Dizzy, Vic Reeves and the Wonder Stuff, Bohemian Rhapsody, These Are the Days of Our Lives, Queen, uh, Stay, Shakespeare's Sister, Inside by Stiltskin, Breathe, Prodigy, Fast Love, George Michael, Boom, Boom, Shake, Shake the Room, Jazzy Jeff and the Fra- Could I sign more English? When oh. I did that boom, then? boom. <laughs> Not shake, even like Basil Brush. Shake, shake the Room, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And never forget, take that. The wife will be livid if I don't pick a take that song. And there's no way I'm picking Babe. Plus this one is kind of great. It's weird how many great songs didn't actually get to number one. Amanda Holmes says, Easy Dream Lover by Miss Christmas herself, Mariah Carey. And Michelle Hawley said, The Power of Love by Celine Dion, California Love by Tupac, Baby One More Time by Britney, uh, It Must Have Been Love by Roxette, Fantasy by Mariah, Mariah, I Will Always Love You by Whitney. So many great, even if a bit campy, songs. So thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you very much. So much for your uh, feedback on that. Uh, Robin, I have have a question. Wonderful. Is that Boom Boom, what was it again? Boom Boom Shake the Room? Yeah. Is that a song in the bedroom, Neil, or is that not in the bedroom? I'm not really sure where that went. I'll answer that question (laughs) off air, Robin. Um, It all depends on the action. Oh, okay. Uh, um, Yeah, sometimes it's just boom, shake the room. Oh, okay, got it. Well, I mean, what can I say? Um, Robin, um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, You'll come back and do this again, won't you? Oh, for sure. I'll always love coming back here. We'll try we'll try time, not to, yeah, we'll try not to be too smutty next time, I promise. No, next time please know who Silverchair is. Otherwise, never again. <laughs> I promise. Across my heart. I, At I least promise. I had a go, Robin. I've had a no, yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate that. But uh Pav, I did just send you my tramp stamp. So I did just see as well. Just I so did you just know. see. Oh I will, no, uh, I can't see that. Well, we'll see it off there. There we go. Yeah. I, I, I should 
You can send it to Neil, that's fine. Oh, is that okay? I was going to ask permission to do that. I'll ask if it's okay. And then I can show Neil what, there you go, that is what a tramp stamp is. Yeah. Uh, But this will not be on the video playlist for our Patreon supporters, (laughs) just to let you know. Um, Before we do say our goodbyes, Neil, do you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with all that gubbins? I would love to. So you can find us on all the social medias at Top10Pods. Do give us a click, give us a follow and give us whatever else you do on those sites email us at top 10 pods at hotmail.com with any questions you have including some ideas for top 10s we always love hearing new ones come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods all sorts of rewards come and have a look see what you suit uh check out all our links via link tree. you can find the link in the show notes and please come subscribe leave us a review and a rating wherever you get your podcast from wonderful uh robin we want to say thank you very much for your support it yes. really means the world to us. Thank you for being such really an awesome does. guest. As always, well, that's two for two, Nate. That is two it. for two. And we'll get you back before Christmas, I reckon. Sounds good. Sure. Do. For sure. Wonderful. I hope you guys have a good time. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you very much again, Neil. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, Robin. Been a blast. Yes, Love it. Wonderful. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> thank you very mm. much, everybody, for listening and watching. And let's go start the countdown. Ten, nine. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.